Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today, we are in part seven, the last part of our story series. We've made it. This is finally it. David versus Goliath. Our scripture today is 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 14 through chapter 17, verse 52. Now, I know someone named Lincoln who has been waiting patiently for us to get here. So let's get started. We left our last story off with God choosing David to be the new king. Saul will no longer be king because he does not fully obey God. Now David will be king, but it will be 15 years until he rules as king. Woo, 15 years is a long time. Sometimes God promises something, but we have to be patient and trust him because it may not happen right away just like David had to wait to be king. So, while David waits, he continues his usual life. He watches over the sheep, and he has a new job. He plays the harp for Saul. Well, life continues for David. He watches the sheep, and he plays the harp. But one day, those Philistines, they showed up again. They still had not learned their lesson, and they wanted to fight Saul and his people, the Israelites. Saul and all of his men stand up on top of a hill. They look across, and they see the Philistines on the other hill. They notice a huge, huge man walking to the front of the Philistines' army of men, gazing across to the other hill. They noticed this giant man. He stood nine feet tall. Little children, look at how tall your dad or grandpa is right now. Well, this man was probably much taller than that. This giant was named Goliath. Everyone say, Goliath. Very good. Well, Goliath wore a shiny helmet on top of his head. He had thick, heavy armor which is something that covers your body to protect it when you're fighting. The armor itself weighed 125 pounds. That is like four of you. He held a giant spear in his massive hands. Goliath shouted across to the other hill where the Israelites were. His voice boomed across the hill. I will make a deal. Send just one man to fight me. And if he wins, you will rule over us and we'll go away. But if I win, you'll become our slaves and we'll rule you forever. (laughs) Your God cannot save you. Goliath's loud voice echoed in the valley. 
His challenge had the Israelites trembling in their boots. They saw how huge Goliath was. Who would ever fight such a terrifying man? So for 40 days, this went on with Goliath coming to the top of the hill every morning and shouting this deal. And every day, the Israelites ran away. No man dared to fight Goliath. Until one day, David brought food to his brothers. You see, David's brothers were fighting in the Israelites' army. And so he thought it would be nice to bring them lunch. David shows up and notices all of the Israelite men in the army, scratching their heads, trying to figure out what to do about Goliath. So David begins to pass out the bread and water to his brothers. You see, even though David was told he was going to be king, people still doubted him because of how he looked, what he did for a job, taking care of the sheep and playing the harp, and because he was the youngest. Because of this, David was not even asked to come help fight this battle. Instead, he was left at home. But now David is closer to the battle because he brought the lunch. He's now overheard everything the men have been saying about Goliath. David is stunned. He thought, Who is this Goliath that he should go against our God? So David goes and finds Saul. Hey, Saul, Saul, David said. Saul, I will go fight this giant. Saul's mouth dropped open and he stared. You aren't able to go fight him. You're only a boy. This giant has been practicing fighting since he was two years old. But David said to Saul, God has prepared me for this. You see, I protected my dad's sheep. This was practice, and any time a lion or a bear tried to take a sheep, I would chase it and I would save that sheep. The Lord has protected me from the lion and the bear, and he is the same God who will beat this Goliath. Saul blinked his eyes and then looked at David. Okay then, go and may the Lord be with you, Saul said. Then Saul dressed David with his own armor to protect him while he fought. David tried walking around in it, but he wasn't used to all this stuff on him. So he tells Saul, I can't wear this to fight. I'm not used to them. So he took all of that off, walked down to the stream, and he picked up five stones. Can you count to five? Let's do it. One, two, three, four, five. Very good. Well, with these five stones, he tucked them into his bag, grabbed his sling, and headed out. He was ready to fight. Goliath's massive feet pounded the ground as he walked closer to David. Everyone stood still and stared as David and Goliath stared down each other. Goliath was so tall that he had to look down to see David's eyes. Goliath's booming voice bellowed. Who are you to battle me? Why, you're just a teeny tiny little boy. <laughs> you and your God are no match for me. <laughs> and he laughed the most terrifying laugh. It was so scary that those watching had to cover their ears. Without shrinking back, David stood firm, unfazed by Goliath's terrifying look. 
David proudly shouted up to Goliath. You come against me with a sword, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, who you have refused to obey. Today I will win, and all the world, people, and even animals will know there is a God in Israel. And everyone watching will know it's not by the sword that the Lord saves, for this battle is the Lord's battle, and he will make us win. Goliath moved closer to start attacking David. David ran quickly at Goliath. David reached into his bag, took out a stone, swung it around and around and around in his sling, and then he slung it at him. Everyone watched in awe as the stone flew through the air and hit Goliath right in his head, and the giant fell down. The Philistines saw their hero fall to the ground. They screamed, and they ran away as fast as they could. They ran from David and the Israelites. David was victorious. Everyone cheered. David, 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 David. Well, that's it for today's story. But before we go, let's think about what we just learned. David was the only one willing to step up and fight wicked Goliath. He had not even practiced fighting people like his brothers had, but rather, David had practiced protecting sheep from lions. But David had faith that God would be with him as he fought Goliath, just like he had been when he was fighting lions, and he knew God had prepared him. Sometimes, God prepares us, gets us ready, in ways that do not seem cool or amazing at the time, but that we need. Are you a big brother or a sister? Well, when you practice to set a good example for your little brother or sister, maybe this gets you ready for leading many people one day when you get older. Do you do gymnastics or soccer? Well, maybe this practice is teaching you how to listen so you will be a good listener when you go to school and learn to be a doctor, an astronaut, or a princess. The second thing that we need to remember from our story is that little, little David beat giant Goliath with only a sling and stones. This fight did not even seem fair. It would be like you trying to wrestle your big, strong dad while your feet are tied together. It would be impossible. But David had faith that God was with him, and this was going to be God's fight. This story can remind all of us that when things seem impossible, God is with us, and sometimes he wants a big victory so that everyone knows it was God who won and not just us. Thank you so much for joining me on our story series today. This is the end of our story series, so please subscribe to join us for a new story next week. It really is a privilege for me to help sow those little bitty seeds into your children that will hopefully bear wonderful fruit as life continues. Thank you again. And as always, bye for now.